Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tapa Tuesday. This is The Conduit, Lindsay Warwick on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Super excited this week uh, to have my friend Sarah Boschman. She's a master trainer and studio owner on the podcast this week. So I'm really excited that you are taking the time out to talk to me today. I'm absolutely so excited to be here. Yeah. I feel like we haven't connected in a minute. So it's nice that we get to reconnect. I know. It's really awesome. Um, I know Sarah from New Jersey. She owns a lovely studio. It was called SWS Movement. And I had the pleasure and opportunity to work there and also take the booty classes. So much fun. I took a hot yoga class this morning, actually, and was thinking about, I mean, obviously I was thinking about you because I was going to talk to you today. Right. I was like, ah, I miss her classes. (laughs) I miss having your energy in the space. I see all the good things that you're doing where you are though. So I know you're, you're where you belong. Yeah. It's been an interesting, uh, you know, ride for sure. And I do enjoy living here and I don't, I don't miss the cold and all of that in New Jersey, but I do miss like the community there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm so excited that you uh, agreed to this. Like, I think, what did we set this up like months ago? <laughs> a while ago. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you texted me, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah I remember. Sure. I remember. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Um, so uh, Tafa Tuesday is a spiritual interview series where we're talking about your spiritual journey and your conception of God, source, goddess, whatever you call it. So... Why don't we start there? Like, tell us about your spiritual journey. So as a kid, um, I think I was kind of just pushed into my parents' spirituality, which I think a lot of us are. Um, It's funny, though, because my dad was Catholic growing up, went to Catholic school, you know, that whole path. And my mom went to Reformed Church. So when I would stay at my grandmother's house every Saturday night. She lived across the street. My parents would go out. You know, that was what I always did. And we would go to five o'clock mass at Catholic church. And then we would come home. We would go to the diner with all of her old lady friends and come home, watch like two, two, seven and golden girls. And then I would get up the next day and I would go to reform church. So I, I got to kind of see both ends of the, um, the differences. And, and I always, I think went more with what my mom believed and, um, her belief spiritually, not that I didn't believe what the Catholic church was saying, but, um, the regimented like process of it was something that I wasn't really like, I didn't really enjoy. Um, I liked to be able to kind of find my own belief system and not have to have such a strict, you know, path to follow. Um, that being said as an adult, I don't even attend church, which my mom would be like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Um, But I feel like my spirituality kind of branched off from that. And I still do believe in God and like a higher power and all of those things that I learned as a child. But I feel like you have spirituality in yourself. And when I started practicing yoga and found that other aspect of my own spirituality, um, that became more where I spent my time and it didn't have to be at a set day or a set time in a set location. It could be wherever, you know, when I was ready, when I needed that time to myself, I I needed to pray or, 
you know, look inside myself or take time to meditate. Um, it didn't have to be at someone else's schedule and someone else's time. I could do that for myself. Um, and that is kind of what I'm teaching my, my own children. Um, you know, I've started off like, okay, guys, we have to go to church on Christmas Eve. We have to go to church on Easter. You know what I mean? Like your grandparents will not be happy if we don't, but um, I think it's just as important to have family time and to put the pressure that we have to always be there. Our kids are so overscheduled already, um, mm-hmm. you know, and we've got stuff every weekend. So it's like to get up and have to find that time every weekend is, it's just hard. It's, that's just the reality of it. So, um, you know, finding a way to do it on your own and bringing that into your life is, is important. Yeah, absolutely. And we definitely have some similarities. You know, my family is Catholic and we would go to church and, and I I don't know, I probably mentioned this on the podcast before, and I don't, I don't know if I've ever told you this, probably not, but, um, it came time for me to make my confirmation sacrament. And my mom was basically like, yeah, if you don't want to do that, then you don't have to do that. And I was like, oh, and it was like after years of CCD and all the stuff. And I was the one in CCD asking like really hard questions. Like, but why did Jesus? I want to understand this actually. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I don't understand. So why did he have to die? And like, you know, the teachers would look at me like, but yeah, make it through the curriculum. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I actually never got confirmed. So that's, that's an interesting thing. Um, My mom was basically like, you can make your own decision about if you want to go to church or not. But I still like, you know, I find, you know, myself, sometimes I go to like Christmas Eve mass. I'm like a holiday Catholic, you know, Yes. Um, even just last week, you know, I lost my, my full-time job two weeks ago now. And I went right to St. Michael's Catholic church. That's where my grandfather's ashes are. And it's very just spiritual there. And I like went there with my boyfriend and like, we lit candles in there. And so there is still some of that nostalgia there, but similar to you, like once I found yoga and I could access that higher self within that kind of just started my journey, which leads me to ask you, like, when did you start practicing yoga? Like what, and how, like, how did that come about? So I, I really, um, after I had my third child, I found movement, let's just say movement Mm -hmm. as a whole. And it was something for me to come back to myself. Um, you know, as a mother, you're always putting your children above you, their priorities. And when they're little, that's the way that it has to be, you know, just whatever they need. That's what the first priority is. But as they started to grow older, I was able to find time for myself. And that's when I really got into like fitness and movement. And I always was like, I went very hard, like everything I did. So once a week (laughs) I would go, you you know, me. you, you going hard. Okay. (laughs) Once a week I would go to yoga, like I had to do it. It was like, you have to do this for your body. You have to, you know, take time to like lengthen your muscles and have like an easy night. Like it would be like my off day, you know? Um, and I would, if I missed it, I would really like feel different. I'll be like, oh man, I can't believe I had to miss yoga this week. And then I started thinking, maybe I want to like get like deeper into my practice. Maybe I want to get my 200 hour. Um, 
But before I got my 200 hour, I found booty yoga, which Mm. was, you know, it just popped up on like an ad on Instagram. I know that sounds so cliche, but that's literally what happened. And I was like, this is kind of the perfect combination of yoga and fitness, which is what my background was and the music and, you know, the vibe of it was, I was drawn to it. So when I got certified in that, that's when I decided to further my education and get my 200 hour. And it's kind of everything's been like history since then. I just got every certification and ended up getting my 500 hour, which was the smartest thing for me to do because I did learn a lot in my 200, but the in-depth, like the 500 hour was insane. I mean, I, you know, I felt like I should be a doctor after that, <laughs> everything that you had to learn about the body and the muscles and the movement and alignment. And, um, it's just so much to it that people, I don't think understand that don't have the training, but, um, that's, you know, since then, and, and opening my own space and having a space where I can share my knowledge and my passion, that's kind of, you know, how I got from, you know, mom, mother of three school teacher, which I still am, um, into this movement practice and starting to lead others and then being able to open my own space where I can provide this, you know, this experience for others to have. And I'm always like pressing people, like I'm not a salesperson at all. Mm -hmm. And I don't even like to sell like memberships to my studio. I'm like, if you come and you love it, stay. If you hate it, like I'm not pressuring you, but I, I do love when people are interested in learning more about the practice. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you have the time and you want to do your 200 hour, or you want to get certified in booty, or you want to try something new, like do it. You don't have to even want to do it for a living or do it. You don't need, you don't have to even want to teach, but, um, just to get the knowledge and the experience. And, uh, I think it's amazing that create more leaders, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I know that your space has evolved so much. Like, um, Oh my God, I miss your booty classes so much. (laughs) I actually work and I'm friends with this woman named Lauren. Um, She has a company called Be Soulfish and she she taught booty. And she was telling me that she hadn't taught a booty class in a long time. And I was like, oh my God, you remind me so much of Sarah. Like I told her about you and your classes. And she actually led like a booty class. I like made her. I was like, you have to do booty <laughs> again. And she led a beach booty class. And oh, that uh, sounds so yeah, fun. It was so fun. But oh my God, your classes are so fun. And I remember when you had the live drumming. Yes. Do y'all still collaborate? Yeah, he was just here. Man, a couple months ago, he came. It was a smaller group because it was last minute. He was like mm-hmm. coming through, you know, how he's always moving and like touring. And he contacted me last minute and was coming through. So it was a smaller group and it was in the studio, but it was nice. It was really nice. We did a big um, class during COVID outside of the farm at Fernbrook Farms. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They actually came to us and said, you guys need to lower the volume. It's too loud. I'm like, what? We're on like a 200 acre farm. (laughs) Like, who are we bothering? But we always, we always have a great time when we get together. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so, I love booty. I feel like let's, because- some people that are listening might not even know what booty yoga is. So can we talk about that? Ah, there's so much I want to talk to you about. Okay. Let's talk about booty yoga first. So booty yoga, B-U-T-I, not booty, like B-O-O-T-Y, which people like to say. Not, yeah. We do shake our booties a little bit, but that's not the the reason we, ha- we call it booty. Booty is an um, Indian word. Um, uh, it means the cure that has been kept he- hidden or secret. And, um, for a lot of women that this 
practice is that, right? It like, it reignites that fire inside of you. It, it creates this passion. It's just a massive release of the stress that we all carry from day to day. Um, it allows you to be one with yourself. Like during the class, the, the music is loud. It doesn't give you the time to get into your head mm. and hear all that chatter that you hear. Like I should be doing this. I should be doing that. What am I, you know, I, I think women in general, we're always like a couple of steps ahead of what we're supposed to be doing in the present. And we need to get back to just being in that present moment. And saying that is one thing, but doing it is another. For me, I'm hardly ever living in the present moment. As much as I try to, I'm always like, oh, and after this, I have to do that. And I'm thinking about this and what else can I, you know, so the the one time in my day when I'm on my mat and I'm moving and I'm thinking about just like, being there in that moment with these women and the energy, that's when like, I realized when class ends in that last couple of minutes of Shavasana, I'm like, you didn't think about any of that shit that you're always, you know what I mean? It it gives you that space, that quiet, Mm -hmm. even though it's not a quiet, peaceful class, that quiet inside your mind. Um, so it's, it's basically, um, your traditional yoga asanas and we add dynamic movement. We layer it in. So, um, you know, high beat, high energy music, like that heavy tone, it's, it's music driven. So it's not like we don't count out, you know, eight counts on this side, eight on the other. We just move with the music and nothing is planned. So the playlist is, is the, you know, major motivator. I, I can spend hours creating playlists and I listen to them a couple of times. And then as soon as you hit play, whatever your body feels to that music is what comes out. Um, and that's another reason why I love it. You know, you get to use that creative aspect of your mind because so much of your day is structured that you don't actually allow yourself to be really creative. And this allows me an outlet for that as well. Um, it's just all, all those things. It's hard to put it into words. And people say to me, well, what is a booty class? Like, you know, and you can say like, this is a hit class. This is a vinyasa class. This is, but booty is so hard to describe in words. I always just say, please just come and take a class. Mm-hmm. Come take a class one, one hour of your life. It, you know, people are, oh, it's too hard. I'm not flexible. It's, you can modify, you can do, you know, what you, what your body can handle. Come take a class. And the experience is what will leave you wanting more and coming back again and again. And I've rarely had people come into a booty class that are like, I'm never doing that again. You know, <laughs> they might've said it was hard or they, they didn't realize what they had gotten themselves into, but <laughs> they always come back, you know, um, yeah. cause we need that in our lives. We need it. I think that I love booty so much. Uh, it's so feminine, like what you're saying, like there, you don't plan. So that's very in, in allowance and just like lunar thinking, like the creativity that's so feminine. I love, I mean, I love booty yoga. I think it's amazing. And it is that, I think it is that release too, for a lot of women and it is, I just, yeah, I really miss your class. Yeah. We were talking, um, actually last week, it was kind of funny. We did like a Scorpio season class. Cause I'm a Scorpio. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah. We hit a little bit on that sensuality, sexuality aspect. And, um, I think again, like whether it's that you've become a mother or you've gone into the work field or, you know, you're getting older, whatever it is, we tend to tuck that sexuality like away. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, you can't 
dress a certain way, or you can't behave that way in front of your kids, or you're a mother now, like you can't, you know, you shouldn't be doing this or what, whatever it is that either it's actually people saying it to us, or it's just that chatter in our minds. This allows also an outlet for that. You feel that, like you said, that inner goddess, that feminine, like mm-hmm. rise, that Kundalini energy, like with the spiraling and mm-hmm. all of the release, it allows you to feel that way. And as women, that's natural for us. Like we want, we should be allowed to, you know, show our sexuality. It doesn't mean that you have to be walking around with no like scandalous outfits and stuff. It's a different aspect of that, but um, it allows for that. And I think so many women come to me like that and they'll even say like, my marriage has gotten better after like taking booty, you know, because, you know, that, or I have had a few that their marriage had ended because they were stuck in a a space that they didn't know, you know, where they should go. And coming to this class, like allows you to start loving yourself and getting back to who you really are and like knowing what you want, what path you want to take. And for some, you know, where they were, they weren't happy. And now they're much happier. People come to me say like, oh my God, I didn't realize, you know, until I started practicing with you, like that I needed this or I needed that or whatever it is. And, um, but yeah, I think like just that whole sexuality aspect, it shouldn't be frowned upon as a woman to be like a sexual being. That's what we are. It's natural. Yeah. Uh, I think with like society and everything, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a whole other topic in and of itself, but it's, it's, you know, it ends up being that it's our fault for, you know, behaving a certain way or whatever it is, but it shouldn't be looked upon as that way. I agree. And I love that you brought that up. And I love that you empower women. Like that's what you do. That's what those classes felt like for me going to them. And it doesn't surprise me that it completely opens people up to their true path because it's a lot of sacral chakra work like and that all the sexuality sensuality the creative energy comes from there so it makes sense and I think it's super empowering and I love I love that you brought that up and I do think that you know society schmidey like you know yeah we're told to be like be sexier, be less sexy or do this and don't do that. And it's a lot yeah, of skinny, be curvy, let, uh, you know, get Botox, no age naturally. You never know. Like it's just, just be you, be who you are, right? You don't, you're not trying to be somebody for somebody else. You're trying to be who you are. And that journey is hard. And that's yeah. why, you know, allowing my women that come to my studio um, to have a space where they feel safe and they can be who they are and there's no judgment, right? You know, some people will come in and they'll have leggings and like full long sleeve shirt. And I'm like, listen, you're going to take all that off in about five (laughs) minutes because you're going to be sweating. You're going to want to feel the movement in your body. And everyone's like, you know, they have all these fitness clothes that like squeeze everything. And we release, we shake, like, let it go, let it be. And, you know, fall in love with that part of yourself. Like everybody has roles and everybody has things they don't like about their body. And it's, much easier said than done, but it's a journey. It's not, you know, fitness is not something that you should come there and just calculate the calories and your macros. And did I eat too much? Did I not eat enough? Did I burn enough calories? It's about moving your body and staying healthy for yourself, for your heart health, for, you know, spending time with your kids, being able to run around and play games with your kids when you get older. And it's so much more than like, 
just the exercise. And that's why we like to make it fun. It's always changing. The music is always different and you get really into like your body get primal. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I thought a lot of women come and they're like, it's just so different than like a regular gym or somewhere that I used to go that like they had to motivate themselves here. They want to come back. They want to return. So that's what I love to hear. Like, you know, Mm-hmm. And it's so fun. I mean, for me, it's like, you know, that connecting to the rhythm and moving my body to the rhythm and just like total release of all that isn't serving me. So I'm a big fan of booty. And I know that you are also like, I think I've seen like, you're like really involved with booty yoga, like you're a yeah, so- trainer for them. I just became a master trainer this year. It's it was a long long road, um, <laughs> but I got there. <laughs> I got there. So it's 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 fun. Um, the company has changed hands. So the woman that originally created it, Busy Gold, um, who still is a, a partial owner of the company, but she sold the company. So there's been a lot of changes. Some positive, some not so positive. Um, but the base core of like the the foundation of the the program, I guess, um, of the practice is the master trainers. And for us to keep, you know, all of the things that busy expected from the practice, keep that alive. So I think it's important that we maintain, you know, what she created and not try to change it and bring it into like a mainstream beach body aspect type thing, which is sometimes where the money is, but not what I think this practice was originally intended for. Um, so I'm so glad that I'm finally have become a master trainer and I can, you know, still share the passion and, and what I originally learned for this, the practice. And, um, I've done some filming for them, which is fun. Yes. So much fun. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's good. All good things from that. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's up and down like anything else. It's a roller coaster. Um, but I'm so blessed that I'm still part of it and that I was able to, to work my way to the top to become a master trainer. So. And what does it mean to be a master trainer besides holding the integrity of, of busy's original vision? I mean, do you do trainings then for yes, people? The master trainers are the ones that lead all of the trainings and the workshops. Um, to train other people to become booty yoga instructors. So up until that, I received that I was, I wasn't able to actually lead certifications. I could go to certifications and audit. I was a a trainee, um, like on my path to get there, but now I can officially lead, um, trainings, which is nice. I kind of want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like do the, like, become certified in boots. I just love it just for myself, just so I can do it in my living room. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, and I'm so congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. I remember when you were doing your 500 hour too. That was so stressful because it was right before COVID. Um, and I think I did two in-person things. And then COVID hit and I was like, how am I going to do this all online? Um, but it was online, but it was still live. So it was really nice. It was, um, through dig yoga Yeah, to be in Lambertville. They just moved to Frenchtown. They are absolutely amazing. Anyone that's looking for trainings or anything should look into them. Um, Naeem and Sue, they're a couple and Naeem is very body focused, like the muscles and the anatomy and 
you know, the reason behind all of the movement. And Sue is very, um, more like, you know, the, the philosophy of yoga and like theming into your classes and all of that kind of stuff, which I'm terrible at. <laughs> so it was nice to get a kind of a, a perfect blend of that. Um, but sitting on the computer for three days straight, 12 hours a day was hard. You know, we had time where we would do movement, we had breaks, but, um, it was a challenge to do that, but I'm, I'm really glad that I stuck with it. And, uh, you know, on top of the trainings, you have to do your, your audit hours and all that stuff. So it's a long process, but, um, I'm really happy that I, that I did that. Cause it, it gave me so much more knowledge. Like I see people when they come to me with a question now, like when I do this, you know, this always hurts or when I, you know, walk like my low back and I'm like, Oh, well, you know, let me see, like, can you squat for me? Can you show me like, and I, I'm like, okay, well, I kind of know what's going on and I can give you some exercises and I can kind of help you like to get where you need to be, or I can give you modifications. And I think it's important that we continue our knowledge for that fact. Like you don't want to just go in to a room and teach your set class and leave and not focus on everybody's needs because that's important as a school teacher. That's important for me as well, but just as important in a yoga, you know, space, like what are your injuries? What is your history? What, what can I help you with? Like, why are you here? You know, what's your intention? So. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And it's definitely a huge part of holding safe space for your students. So I think you're just so badass. Thank you. I think the same about you. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah. So let's talk about like your studio. Like I know it started in Bordentown city, right? It was a small, yeah, we were, space. we were just outside of Bordentown city and then, um, COVID hit, you know, everything had to kind of flip on its head and we went virtual for my gosh, I want to say four or five months. And that was going well. I had my solid crew. We did live stuff. We did, you know, videos to them, um, whatever they needed. We kind of kept pivoting with the times as everybody had to. Um, and my neighbor, Mark, I think, you know, mm -hmm. has a store, a storefront in Heightstown. And he was like, there's this really beautiful space next to my store you should look at it for your studio. And of course I was like, absolutely not. It's like 20 minutes away. I'm two minutes away right now. Like I do not want to move. Um, but I just had a lot of, uh, not a lot of issues, but just, I didn't get a lot of support from my landlord during COVID. It was a struggle to keep paying the rent. So I was like, you know what, let me just go look at this place. Um, so my space now is a second floor, which I love because I can have the windows, you know, open and it's not like people are walking by and staring straight in at you. It's very private space. Um, it has a beautiful, nice, like lounge seating area. And it's just when I, you know, when, you know, I walked in and I was like, I have to make this change. Um, wow. So, yeah, it was, it was nice. And it was funny because SWS was very like, not dark, but it was like, black and white and, you know, gray floors and like neutral tones. And my new space is like purple <laughs> and wood <laughs> tones. It's so different. Everyone's like, wait, this is very different. But, um, I thought of the name Kula. Kula is community in Sanskrit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's my whole, 
like foundation. That's my focus. I want to build a community. I don't want a space where no one knows each other, where everyone just comes and takes the class and leaves. I love the 15 minutes before and after class, the chatter, like the planning of events outside of class, like group hikes, you know, potlucks, whatever we like special workshops. Oh, I have a friend that can do this. Can they come in? And like the space becomes everyone's space. You know, I have a couple of Reiki practitioners. I have someone that started something called polarity. Like it's an energy, um, healing thing. She started using the space to have her clients come and love it. Um, so again, it's not building leaders in the same path that I'm a leader, but it's allowing them to have that space where they can build their own passion and, um, supporting them. And, and it's just, it's such a wonderful thing. And it's definitely not for the money (laughs) because trust me, it's not about the money. Just let's say that I'm still teaching my full-time job. You know, it's, it's early hours, it's late nights. It's, um, definitely a strain sometimes with the family and fitting everything in, but the texts, the comments, the, the friendships, the, the community that we've built is the why it's the reason, you know, one person to message me to say like, what you said at the end of class today is just what I needed to hear. It's going to get me through the rest of the week. That's why I do it. You know, um, it was my birthday last week and happy birthday. I knew I was going to say we're in Scorpio season. Thank you. But I thought class for my, for my birthday. And I said, you know, I just want everyone to come to class. And I think I had like 20 girls show, which was amazing. And right when class ended, when I tell you like this instant birthday party erupted, people brought, food and flowers and gifts and mimosas. And I was like, oh my gosh, but that's just what I want. Like that, that community that everyone's there, like supporting each other. And it's just the chatter and the, the conversation and all of those things. This Friday is one of our, one of my students 50th birthday, and we're all going to like a prom, like eighties prom (laughs) together. So that, you know, we, I love that because someone doesn't come to class for a couple of days, we call them, we text them. Like, what are you doing? Are you okay? Is everything all right? Like, <laughs> And it's that accountability that you might not have for yourself, but you have this community supporting you. Like, no, you need to get back here. Like get back on your mat. That's what you need. Like you'll feel better. So, um, that's, that's my goal. That's my purpose to build a community of women that support each other and empower each other. And you totally have. And I was just thinking about the amazing women that I met there. Like, you know, it's just, and they're still, you know, like, I don't like talk to them all the time. Cause obviously I live here now, but, um, just great memories with everybody. And yeah, you definitely have, I feel like fulfilled that your Dharma of creating that community. I want to, next time I'm up there, I'll have to come. I need to come to see yes. face and take a booty class. 100%. Yeah. It's so wonderful. So, um, yeah, I'm, uh, it's exciting and amazing to connect with you. And I'm also, I'm stoked that you have energy work happening in that space too. We do. I am too. Um, like I know a lot of people know my background. I don't really like the meditation and the philosophy and, um, the Reiki and all that stuff. Like I was always like, you know, I don't know, I don't know, you know, um, 
And I, I never like, I, I had a hard time meditating, even in my 500 hour, we had like a huge portion of that was learning meditation. And we had to do so many hours of meditation. And when someone else led it, I was fantastic, but to do it on my own, to quiet that noise in my mind, I always struggled. So to have these people that, you know, have that as their, their expertise that they can bring in only adds to the the, you know, the space and, um, providing them that opportunity to share that and build with me is just, you know, only can benefit everyone in my community. So, um, we just had our retreat last month and Gina, who was doing the polarity work, she offered to do a polarity session with everybody on the retreat, um, because she's new to it and she wanted to kind of, you know, just is it Gina it that I know. Gina, Gina Ferraro. Yeah. She's Gina doing that. Yes. Oh she my God. Hey, she's Gina. If she's listening to this. She's I love her. She's, she got certified in booty. She's one of those people that has found what she wants to do and she's taking all the steps to get there. She's, you know, same goal as me. She wants to leave the day job. Um, but she's, and she's really good at it. Like, um, so, you know, of course, none of us really knew what polarity was and she, yeah. us, but it's very different than Reiki. Um, so it has to do with like the energy channels and like the way the energy flows through the body and like each finger is like, you know, earth, water, fire, air, same with like the toes it connects. And so she would focus on the chakras. And if you had something specific, you could discuss it with her. Um, but it was one of those things where I was like, all right, you know, I'll try it. Um, but to say that like at the end of my session, I felt different was like, I, I was like, okay, I really feel like what you did. I could feel the energy like from her hands, like when she would touch my finger or my toe or just like the little vibration, you could like literally feel it through your body, like flowing. And, um, the same thing we have a woman that does, um, Dr. Heather, she comes and she does once a month, different sound healing and stuff with the chakras. And, um, I went to her first workshop had to be almost over a year ago at my studio. She it was the first time she was coming and she did the sound healing for probably like 30 minutes. So I laid back, you know, and I'm like, all right, you know, I can do this. And as soon as she started playing the, the crystal bowls, mm. I thought to myself, I don't know if I can lay here for 30 minutes. Like, so, you know what I mean? Like it initially, yeah, it goes like, like back and forth yeah, like in, like your, in brain. your brain. And I was like, I had, I felt like almost like anxiety for the first yeah. like minutes. And then I was like, no, you're in a safe space. Like this, you know, this is a positive thing. And when I allowed myself to just quiet that noise, like that anxiety that I was having, I don't even know if I remember like, you know, when she stopped playing and she was like, you know, slowly bring, bring yourself to see that. I was like, I don't even feel like that's been 30 minutes. It feels like it's been two minutes, you know, and you feel the energy in your body. So for me, who's like a skeptic of all of those things to bring these people in, to show me like, no, this really does make a difference. Um, it's, it's just, it's fantastic. So I, it's opening lots of new doors and possibilities for the space. And, you know, we're just slowly building and, and blooming into this beautiful um, studio. So that's so amazing. I have to reach out to Gina now because she's amazing. Yeah, she's doing really good things. That's she's doing so cool. And I feel like you have a lot of the solar energy, like the booty, like, 
you know, and then now you're also incorporating this lunar type of energy, the, yeah. So yeah. that's awesome. Even when you were describing your teachers from your, your, um, advanced level yoga training, um, it sounds like they have a nice balance of the masculine and feminine, the solar lunar and the yin yang, all of that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's the studio so is cool. very that way too. Like we, I, SWS was a movement studio. Yeah. Like people were always confused as to what that meant. They're like, do you guys teach dance? Do you guys like no one knew. So when I moved into the new space and I created Kula, it's Kula yoga and fitness. So we do both, you know, it's not just a yoga studio and it's not just fitness. So it's the same thing. It's that nice balance. So hmm. you can come and you can take, you know, a vinyasa class on Wednesday night, and then you can come Thursday morning and take a burn hit, you know, full blown sweat your ass off class. You know? <laughs> But it's perfect for people that want that balance because you need both in your life, right? You can't just go to the gym and go hard all day long and you can't just go to vinyasa and just, you know, you have to have that nice balance. So it's, it's a good thing for the women to come in and they have the option of those different types of classes. Yeah. I think that's amazing. And when you mentioned Mark before, Mark, the guy who Mark Foster, who like does the carvings. Yeah, Mark Fenton. Yep. Fenton. Yeah. Oh my God, Foster. Yeah. I'm thinking of a celebrity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, he tell him I said hi. He made the bench for the yes. old. Yeah. I still have the piece that I bought from him. It's in. It's yeah. right here. Yeah, it's near my altar. Oh my God, he's so precious. Tell him I said hi. <laughs> he's doing good things too. He has a nice store, uh, handmade art studios right in Heightstown, and. Um, he has all different people that make different types of things sell in his shop. So it's not just his stuff, which is really cool too. So he's kind of in the same business of empowering other people and yeah. you know, in their passions to life. So I love that. That's awesome. Well, um, I guess, you know, if people like what, do you offer virtual classes from Kula? We do offer okay, virtual cool. classes. Yeah, we have um, most of our classes are available virtually, especially Booty. Booty is offered virtually. Um, you can Yay. go on our website. I know. I know. So I want to take a class for real. <laughs> but our website is kulayogaandfitness.com. And all the information is on there, our schedule, what we offer. Um, you can see, you know, what the different types of classes that we have are. We actually offer also just a virtual library. If you don't want to do live classes, you can just pay for access to that. And there's over a hundred classes on there, all different types of classes that you can do from your house. Um, so yeah, but next time you're in town, you better let me know. I know, seriously. The whole thing like, around it. <laughs> I know, I really need to. I want to check out the new space, but I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Um, is there anything else that you feel called to share? No, but I think that I just want to say uh, one thing to you that I know you uh, lost your job. And I know I got that kicked out of the matrix. <laughs> I know it's hard, but you know what? I think it's um, when they say one clo door closes, another opens. This is your opportunity to do what you're called to do. And you're so amazing at it. And I think that sometimes you need that little push. Like I might need that push right now, but I'm not taking it. <laughs> um, but this is your push. And I think that you're going to be successful if you just continue on your path. So thank you. And I love that you were talking about like how hard it is for us to stay present and literally like it. I, I had a lot of solar masculine energy working that job in the matrix. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. And you know what? Things happen and 
you know, I'm not there anymore. And now I'm forced to be in my feminine. I'm yes. forced to be present, like, yeah. you know, and, and amazing things are, are happening. I, you know, I think my Dharma is to be a spiritual teacher as well. Um, and things just, I meditate every morning in silence and I try to hear for the messages. I took a hot yoga class this morning and then you might love this. I had the message. Have you done cold therapy? Like, uh, cold not. I know about it, but I have not. Yeah. So I was laying in Shavasana and, you know, spirit was like, go jump in the ocean. It's 50 degrees outside today. Yeah. And I went and jumped in the ocean and people were looking at, <laughs> I'm in my bikini in the ocean and it felt so good. I did three dives into the, into the waves and it totally reset my nervous system. And then I got out and there was a text on my phone from a woman who's like, I want you to be my spiritual mentor. And it's just like, okay, I just have to keep following the call. So fall follow place. your, follow your call. And I think, you know, I was doing the matrix and doing this and I was spreading myself thin. So yeah, I I went to Salem. Remember? Yeah. You messaged yes. me. I was in yeah. Salem. And I feel like I went through a portal <laughs> and came back and lost my job. Like the day that I got back <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Like, what do I do now? So it was a lot. And now I'm like, oh, and you just have to trust. So if you maybe you need to hear this from me too. like I know. I hear it from a lot of people, but I still get nervous. I'm like, college is coming. <laughs> I know you have babe, you and you have your yeah. three children and, and I hope they're doing well and, and Mike too. So it's good to connect with you. And um, thank, thank you. you to everybody that, you know, either watch this on YouTube or listened on Apple podcasts or Spotify. Uh, check out Kula Yoga and Fitness. Uh, check out my friend, Sarah, check out booty yoga. It's so much fun. And uh yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. And thanks, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm.